Today is Friday, September 15th, 2023, and this is a Daily Inc. update. Indictments have finally come against the son of Joe Biden, Hunter, and they were issued by special counsel David Weiss in Delaware. Hunter Biden has been charged with felony gun charges when it comes to false information given to the FBI when it comes to a gun purchase application. Hunter Biden claimed to not be using drugs at the time when, in fact, he was very much on drugs and into hiring Russian and Ukrainian prostitutes as well. Hunter Biden is facing three felony counts under federal law. Earlier this summer, Biden showed up in court in Delaware with the hopes of avoiding these charges as part of a plea deal that he had arranged a year or so ago, but that all fell apart when the judge started digging deeper into the plea details and DOJ prosecutors were unwilling to stand by the blanket immunity that had been written inside the legal document for Joe Biden's son. Over in the case against Donald Trump, Fulton County Superior Court Judge Scott McAfee has not agreed to the plan that was presented by Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis. Willis wants to prosecute Trump and his 16 co-defendants all at the same time, And this coming October, Judge McAfee has severed two of the cases. They are related to Kenneth Chesbro and Sidney Powell. Both Powell and Chesbro have demanded a speedy trial in that state of Georgia, which has a special law that allows you to do that. The judge agreed to separate Chesbro and Powell's case in order to do that speedy trial. And then he wrote that severing the remainder of the co-defendants is simply a procedural and logistical inevitability. McAfee said that the burden on the jurors for each individual trial will be lessened through shorter, separate trials and that severing these other cases is an absolute necessity. The Federal Election Commission has closed up a case against Florida Congressman Matt Gates when it comes to false allegations that he was involved in sex trafficking. The complaints against Gates were filed by Chris Dosev. He's a Republican in Florida who has challenged Gates at least twice for his congressional seat. Dosev claims that Gates illegally used campaign funds to pay for his legal expenses related to sex trafficking allegations from the Department of Justice back in 2020. DOJ investigators recently ended their probe into Gates this past February after they found zero evidence that Gates had sex with a 17-year-old girl. And now the FEC has closed up their probe into the claims coming from Dosev. Gates responded to this latest news by saying that Dosev has lost every FEC complaint filed against him and every election campaign as well, and needs to find less expensive and more productive hobbies in the future. Florida's Surgeon General Joseph Ladapo is officially advising Floridians to not get any COVID booster shots, especially those who are under the age of 65. The statement from Ladapo comes just days after the Center for Disease Control recommended new COVID shots for all ages from six months up. Ladapo cited the absence of any meaningful booster-specific clinical trial data on humans as the reasons for not pushing the boosters on Floridians. Governor Ron DeSantis agreed with Ladapo, saying he will not let the federal government use healthy Floridians as guinea pigs for shots not proven to be safe or effective. When it comes to COVID and the COVID crisis, the World Health Organization is busy acquiring pandemic treaty agreements from the U.S. and other major countries in order to enact a sweeping policy in the years ahead and how much control that organization will have in the event of another virus outbreak. Dr. Merrill Nass is very outspoken against the WHO when it comes to their ultimate goal of world of world control through a health crisis. Nass revealed all this while speaking at the European Union parliamentary session. We're undergoing a soft coup under the pretext of pandemic preparedness and the biosecurity agenda. 
the WHO is developing through all its nations, but with the WHO directorate in the United States in charge, a pandemic treaty and amendments to the existing international health regulations that will remove the human rights protections currently um, embedded in the IHRs, will enforce surveillance, censorship, get rid of freedom of speech, require governments to censor and only push a single narrative. Other things that amendments do is to bind the state so they are no longer recommendations but enforceable edicts, uh, provide a liability shield, get rid of intellectual property rights, move supplies from one country to another, um, enforce digital passports, and the director general of WHO can demand that a pandemic or a potential pandemic exists. He can just declare it with no standards, and then countries around the world will have to obey. Uh, also, the WHO will tell you what drugs you can and can't use in your nation once a pandemic is declared. One Health is another part of this. One Health is a concept that was created to enable the WHO, with these documents, to take over jurisdiction of everything in the world by saying that climate change, animals, plants, water systems, ecosystems are all central to health. Also embedded in this concept is a peculiar notion that humans are no longer of greater value than animals. These national story updates have been brought to you by Open Inc., a website that is a repository of documents for those who like deep digging, critical thinking, and true journalism where the facts speak for themselves. Up next, a preview of what is coming and what is available on the Open Inc. website. Well, the House Administration Oversight Subcommittee has just announced a witness will testify at a hearing to be held next week. That witness will be the former U.S. Capitol Police Chief Stephen Sund. The chairman of that subcommittee is Congressman Barry Loudermilk. He just posted on social media Thursday night that the hearing will be held next Tuesday, September 19th at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. The Daily Inc. will try to keep tabs on that hearing. Remember, there is a whole collection of documents on Open Inc. devoted to January 6, 2021 and all the legal proceedings following that event. And when it comes to the state of Georgia and the issue with elections in general and Dominion voting machines in particular, the co-founder of Voter GA is Garland Favorito, and that group has been fighting to clean up the election process at all levels in that state. Favorito has also been recently in a courtroom in California to testify on behalf of John Eastman. Eastman is an attorney for Donald Trump, who was also named in the Georgia indictments coming from Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis. Eastman is a constitutional legal scholar as well as attorney, and he helped Trump in challenging the election results of 2020 in that state. He's now being put through a disbarment hearing in the state of California for helping Trump challenged the election results. Favorito has been taking to the stand as an election expert for the defense. Eastman's attorney, Randy Miller, asked Favorito about the report that he presented to the Georgia legislature that supported Trump's challenge 
of the election results. In that report, Favorito gave a summary that 1.7 million ballot images within the Dominion voting machines had been destroyed in violation of Georgia law. Also, surveillance video of drop boxes that had an intake of 181,000 ballots, that footage was destroyed. Chain of custody records for ballots were incomplete or contradictory information. And Favorito also criticized Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger for using the audit of signature ballot verification in one county to claim that there were no other problems in other counties. Favorito also mentioned that the Georgia Bureau of Investigations did not investigate evidence that was presented to them by True the Vote of the teams of 242 ballot harvesters stuffing the ballot drop boxes. This report from Favorito is quite extensive and covers a lot of aspects of the election process in that state, including the Dominion voting machines and their hackability. Here's how Favorito summed it all up while he was recently on Frank's speech at the beginning of August. We really are not in America anymore. Uh, we, uh, we are not in Kansas anymore either. So that is just, um, uh, it's just pure communism is what we're having. It shows you what we're up against here. This is a war to take over America. There's just no uh, end to this level of corruption. It's something that I know you and I would have never imagined even as much as three to five years ago. There is a Georgia collection on Open Ink for you to peruse. If you go to open.ink forward slash Georgia, you'll get a summary of the things that True the Vote discovered while they were looking into the 2020 election results as well. Thanks for listening to this Daily Ink update.